And now we are joined by Professor Derkutsi, a professor of political science at the University of um, South Africa. He now joins us on the line. Professor Kutsi, uh, good afternoon. Thank you so much for making time for us. I think um, this morning um, also called it that we're going to hear um, various and variant approaches to who Tinzalo is and also descriptions of what Tinzalo is to South Africa and what she has attained in this country since the start of our democracy 30 years ago. Um, what do you make of what came out of Parliament and also what John Steenhazen's version of Tinzalo is? Yes, um, I think this is your correct that uh, this narrative has become the defining factor of this debate so far. Almost all the speakers um, who spoke already and referred in some other way to the, the opposition party more uh, because they want to p- provide an alternative narrative uh, for President Ramaphosa's one. Uh, many of the ANC speakers, especially the ministers and the deputy ministers, after referring to it, then go into their own uh, portfolios. Like, for example, the Minister of Electricity just spoke now, and most of his speech was about the electricity matters and not so much about the, the, the specific particular construction of Chinswalu uh, that President Ramaphosa presented. I think what we are seeing here is actually a contestation about what is the track record of the ANC and of the ANC since 1994, for the old 30 years. And I think the, the reason for that is because President Ramaphosa presented it like that in, in, the, in his speech, in the Sona speech. Um, and the opposition and others took it on now, as, as took the bait, and now it becomes a major contestation about what is the real version, what is the real presentation, what's the real presentation of reality uh, coming from them versus that of the ANC. Yeah, um, and and the thing about it is, of course, reflecting for the past thirty years what has happened in the country, the ups and downs of 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 those as well, and going into this election now in um, twenty twenty four, we're still waiting for the date to be announced. I suspect that a lot of um, political figures, um, especially in the opposition, will use reference to Tinzuado. But interestingly, what I've noted is that after the president uh, made his speech, the State of the Nation address speech, the ANC started with the hashtag I am Dinzalo, and our government as well, and the official government um, uh, uh, Twitter handle, also asking people to say why they are a Dinzalo. Yes, I, I think they want to, de- to define the narrative, and they want to say, well, despite the negativity, despite the criticism, despite the, the feeling of that there's failure everywhere, uh, the real story of South Africa since 1994 is not being told, um, and that it therefore becomes a contest about public communication, about uh, the, com- the uh, in a sense, a contest contest about what is the public perception. Um, and I think this is going to become a very tough task for the ANC because uh, most people will say they've lost it. They've lost uh, the, a favorable public perception and that they, before this election for them to survive, they must have done almost the insurmountable and that is of changing the public perception. Um, and with this narrative, uh, I think President Ramaphosa tried to do to say, well, maybe we were too quiet about our successes, and we must start to talk about that. The opposition obviously is pushing back and saying, well, there is another narrative. 
is this is an oversimplified narrative. It's an over uh, 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 positive narrative, um, and it's something which is not reflecting reality. So this has become a very interesting sort of opening or start of the real election campaign. Is is this? That's not about simply issues mm -hmm. uh, about whether it is about load shedding or NHI or about service delivery, but it is actually about perceptions and about how the track record of the ANC is presented and how they want the public to understand it. Actually, and speaking about that track record, I just quickly want to play this clip from the NCOP's deputy chairperson, um, Sylvia Lucas, who's the former uh, premier of the Northern Cape. Just take a listen to what she has to say. She speaks in Afrikaans, but take a, look, a listen to what she has to say about how life has changed, I think specifically um, specifically for her. Um, but my reading into this as well is that it also points to that there have been some um, regression that has taken place. Just take a listen. Ik heb nu een erf met water en toegang tot elektriciteit. Ik heb in een zinkhuis gewoond. Ik heb nu toegang tot de RDP-huis. Loodscheiding is hier het einde van die aarde niet. En ik, president, is een van die mensen wat voelt... zodra ik even loodscheiding praat, begint hulle om jou te saboteer. Ons zal moet iets doen aan die sabotage. Ons zal moet iets doen aan die sabotage. Definitief. Nie spoedla het die alle antwoorde nie. Maar Zuid-Afrikaners weet ons kom van de, van de verleden af waar ons bij kerstlig matriek geskryf het. Gestudeer het vir ons matriek examens. Ons kom van de verleden af waar ons immers gebruik het. Baie van ons het wegbeweeg van die vrede verleden. En ons is nou bij die punt waar onze waardigheid als mensen gerespecteerd wordt. Well, Sylvia Lucas, the deputy chairperson of the NCOP, of course, a member of the ANC, speaking about um, load shedding and saying that load shedding is not the end of the world. She also speaks there about how when they were young, they used to use candles um, to study for um, their matric exams and also that they used to use buckets to go and get water. And I was sharing with our listeners, uh, Professor Kutsia, that actually that has also now become a reality for some people in urban areas where you would have never thought that you'd find people who are middle class queuing up with buckets of water um, at the tankers. Yes, I, I think you are, well, you are absolutely correct with that. Um, and I think this is the, what is the real struggle for the INC, um, is these images. It's the images of load shedding, it's the images of, of and experiences of people don't having water, but there are this there's abundance of water in the in the dams, but they don't it doesn't reach them in their houses. And it's not even in urban areas, you know, in the far northern parts of South Africa, in what is the old Vendan Sant, it's a, it's exactly like that. There is there's dams, there's beautiful big dams, but the the residents there don't have access to that water. So I think these are the, the real complications that the ANC are facing. And that they will have to explain to those people when, as voters of why this is the situation. And I think this is the real explanation why how the ANC now systematically has lost votes uh, in those local government election, uh, in elections as well as national and provincial elections. Um, and why there is also now these projections about that the ANC will lose more um, in this coming election. 
Professor Terkutia, thank you so much for your time. Professor of Political Science at the University of South Africa.